Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yes! Welcome back to another episode of Tube Talk presented by vidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech executive producer here at the IQ. And I want to give you all a special message for all my creators out there, especially you new creators that are just starting out on your journey. And even you established creators, listen to me very closely. You are not your vanity metric. Let me repeat that for the people in the back. You are not your vanity metric. So what do I mean? I mean, if you have five subscribers, 100 subscribers, 500 subscribers, 1,000, 100,000, 1 million, it doesn't matter. That number does not define you. But I think a lot of time in today's creator world, a lot of people let that number define them. And a lot of times it defines them in unhealthy ways. Either they feel like they reached the ceiling and they are no more than their subscriber count, or they feel like they're on top of the world and they are filling themselves and they're really full of it. But I'm here to tell you that it's just a number. It's just a vanity metric and it does not define you. It does not stop you from achieving your maximum potential if you are a new creator. I think when we first start out on YouTube and let's say for whatever reason, we're not successful as we feel like we should be. We're not getting the views that we feel like we should get. We're just not performing at our expectations, right? Obviously, this might lead us to feel bad. This might lead us to question our abilities, this, that, and the other. When I was first starting out four years ago, brand new creator, I was doing my thing, making videos. Sometimes I would talk about how my view count was low or I felt like I wasn't getting enough views, different things like that. Somebody told me that the views don't matter. The number of views that you get do not matter. Well, I should say they don't matter as much as you think they matter. And that someone told me that it takes only one view to change your life. You want to know who told me that, you all? A bigger creator, back when I was first starting out on my journey, a bigger creator told me, Baby Viper, he told Baby Viper that it only takes one view to change your life. And the person that told me that, of course, was none other than the legend himself, Roberto Blake. Told me years ago, it only takes one view to change your life. Obviously, when you're a small creator and you hear something like this, you don't, you're like, what? What are you talking about? What do you mean only one view, this, that, and the other? What I mean and what he meant was that, let's say you get like 10 views or 50 views or 100 views on a video, or you get some number that you feel like it's really low. Well, depending on who's watching your content, it only takes one person of major importance to reach out and give you an opportunity because they feel that your content is worthy. They feel like your content is worth something and your content provides value. So they reach out either to acknowledge you or they reach out to give you an opportunity, whatever might happen. It only takes one person because remember, when we're talking about view count, the numbers are real living people that are watching your content. So even though you don't have 500, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 views, those 50 views, those 100 views, those 200 views, those are 50 people, 100 people, 200 real living, breathing people watching you and your content. And if only one of them feels some type of bond with you and they feel some type of bond with the content that you create, it only takes one of them reaching out to you and changing your life. 
I'm living proof of this. So let me tell you my John Prosser story. For those of y'all who are not familiar, John Prosser is probably one of the most famous tech content creators in the world at this point. He is a world famous Apple tech analyst, Apple leaker. Google him. I'm sure he'll pop up pretty quickly. But four years ago, when I was doing like one of my first live streams ever on YouTube, back when I had maybe 100 subscribers, right? I was live streaming because I remember I told myself, when I hit 100 subscribers on YouTube, I'm going to do my first live stream. So I hit the number and I started live streaming when I got 100 subscribers as a celebration. So fast forward, maybe like a few weeks into me doing my live streams or whatever, I'm still like at 100, maybe 200 subscribers back then. I'm live streaming on my couch. And I remember this because I'll never forget it. One Friday night, because you all know I live stream on Friday. One Friday night, I was live streaming on my couch. I'm still a brand new creator, fresh off the bus, still trying to find my way on YouTube. And I'm live streaming. And I probably had maybe five or 10 people watching the stream because I'm still small at the point, at this point. So I didn't really think of it enough, enough, but I had a small crowd. But then something crazy happened. So here I am, Baby Viper, live streaming four years ago. Small crowd, because again, I'm still relatively unknown back then. And I'm chatting with the people in real time because I'm looking at the live chat, talking to them in real time. And would you believe me if I told you that four years ago, when I'm still a nobody practically on the platform, I see somebody in my live chat, front page tech, was watching my live stream four years ago. Now, at the time, Prosser wasn't as big as he is now, but still to have John Prosser watching my content back then was a pretty huge deal to me because he's one of my favorite creators. Even back then, he was a much larger creator than me. He had, I think around that time, he had about maybe 40, 50,000 subscribers. And I could not believe that this man was watching my live stream. Me and nobody on YouTube, he was watching me. And when I saw front page tech show up in my live chat, I might've marked out like a little girl. <laughs> Y'all know how loud I can get sometimes, but I kind of marked out because I was just astonished that this man was watching me, a nobody on YouTube. And we've been pretty much cool ever since that night. But just knowing that he was watching invigorated so much motivation and driving me to continue doing what I was doing. Because if John Prosser was watching me, then who else was watching Baby Viper back then? Funny enough, a month after that night happened, something else happened on, on my live stream too. I was live streaming again, probably a month later, Still a small crowd because I'm still relatively unknown. But then another one of my favorite tech YouTubers ended up appearing in my live chat. My friend Drew, who my tech people better know as Taylor of Tech, out of nowhere, appears in my live stream some four years ago when I'm just getting started on the platform. Again, I was like, whoa, where did you come from? How did you even find me on YouTube? Again, because I'm a new creator, right? And there's no way that Taylor of Tech is watching my content. I'm brand new. But Taylor the Tech, who was another bigger creator at the time, who I, I loved and watching his content and everything, was watching my content back when I was relatively small. And I don't care what anybody says, when you are a newer creator and creators that you've been watching for a long time and you look up to are watching you, it does something to you. It gives you a rush of energy that is unlike few things in life. When you are a new creator and you find out that your favorite creators are watching you, it is incredible. It is special. It is a special feeling. And it can really motivate you as a newer creator to go to heights unknown. Because again, if front page tech is watching me, if Taylor of tech is watching me, then what other of my favorite creators are watching me? So I took that and I ran like the wind with that knowledge that two of my favorite creators ever were watching me when I was first starting out on YouTube, which is astonishing. So that is what I mean when I say one view can change your life. Now, one view can change your life in other ways, and I'll get into that right now. I am here talking to you today on this podcast 
because one view literally changed my life. And in this instance, in this story, it's not a view so much as somebody was listening to me talk. So last year, I was on a platform called Clubhouse, which I've talked about on this podcast before. But for those of y'all who are not familiar, Clubhouse is an audio-only platform. People go into these Clubhouse rooms of all different topics in nature, and they have discussions, like actual talks. And it's audio-only. There's no video involved. So one night last year, I was in a YouTube room, and I was on stage talking about YouTube and my experiences over the four years I've been on the platform. And I noticed that a man named Rob Sandy was in the room. Now... For the astute listening to tonight's podcast, you will know that Rob Sandy happens to be the CEO of this very vidIQ company. So the CEO of vidIQ was in the same clubhouse room as me at some point last year, listening to me talk. Nothing really happened that night, but I think a few days later, whatever, he reached out to me directly and said that we need to talk or we should get together and talk at some point. And I'm like, okay, I, I didn't really think nothing of it at the time because I know he's the CEO of vidIQ. He's a busy man, but I appreciated that he reached out to me, right? So I think a few weeks passed, whatever, after that happened. And lo and behold, I think many, many weeks later or whatever, right? I'm still on Clubhouse. I'm still talking in these YouTube rooms, giving my advice, my experience. And one day I get an email from vidIQ. One of the senior leadership people emailed me and they were like, Viper, we are loving what you're doing in the Clubhouse room. We would love to talk with you about doing room for us. And again, I was floored because... I, before that even happened, was already a customer of vidIQ. I love their product. I used their product even before I began working here. So when senior leadership of vidIQ reaches out to me via email wanting to talk to me about working with them, I was ecstatic. Now, at the time, this was not a job with them per se. This is what we call a brand deal. This is where vidIQ wanted to pay me X amount of money for a one-year period to host clubhouse room for them and talk under their club talking to people about how to grow on YouTube for vidIQ. So we went over the terms and conditions and everything. And I was like, absolutely, I would love to do this with you guys. So let me remember why. So we went from me and Rob Sandy being in the same clubhouse room one night to a few weeks later, vidIQ offered me a brand deal to host room for them because Rob Sandy or somebody or some people at vidIQ were impressed enough to reach out to me and offer me a brand deal. So let's continue the story. I started doing the brand deal for vidIQ, right? The brand deal was a contract for a year. So for one year, I was contracted to host rooms every week for vidIQ on Clubhouse. Four months into the contract, I get another email from vidIQ. They're like, Viper, we want to catch up. Let's schedule a video call. I'm like, cool. I'm thinking they want to talk about the brand deal. They want to know how things are going, this, that, and the other. I'm like, okay, it makes sense. So we schedule a call. I get on this call and... One of the senior executives who I was talking to, the guy who, who I was talking to, he was like, um, Viper, we want to offer you a full-time position with vidIQ. And I'm like, wait, what? What? What are you, huh? Which again, I'm floored because I'm still under contract in this brand deal, right? I'm still working for them under this brand deal that is supposed to be a year long. But four months into the brand deal, they wanted to lock me down to work for them full-time. So we talk about what they want me to do for them full time, this, that, and the other, the job description and, and requirements and all that stuff. And this, that, and the other. And I'm like, okay. And then they asked me how much would I want to get paid and all this stuff. And I gave them a number. So we went back and forth. I think it's like a month. But then the next month, they came back to me that we had everything ironed out. They agreed with my number. And here I am today hosting Tube Talk on a regular basis, talking to you guys weekly as executive producer for vidIQ. So how does this tie into what I've been talking about this entire podcast? 
obviously when you're in clubhouse, it's not a view because nobody's watching you per se, but they're listening. So it took one person listening to what I was saying in clubhouse for me to go from just a guy making his own content, being in clubhouse, whatever, to now being an executive producer here at vidIQ because one person, the CEO of vidIQ was in the same room with me one night, heard what I had to say and liked what I was saying, and he ended up offering me a job. Not immediately, obviously, because again, first we did the brand deal, but after the brand deal or during the brand deal, eventually vidIQ offered me a full-time job and I'm here today and I'm grateful. But it goes to show you that it doesn't matter about your view count, your sub count, and all these other vanity metrics that we put so much weight on. One view, one person out there who sees you can change your entire life. But we got people out here getting getting all in their feelings about not getting like umpteen amount of views and all this stuff. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is you going out here and making an impact in the creator space. Because let me tell you all something. If you are trying to be better than your last video, if you're constantly trying to be a better creator and you're constantly trying to make your content better and you're uploading on a consistent basis, good things will happen to you. When you make an impact, someone will notice. I don't care how small you are. I told you all before, back when I had 100 subscribers four years ago, John Prosser, who is now world famous, was watching me. A year ago, and I'm still not the biggest thing on earth, but a year ago, I'm in Clubhouse. Rob Sandy is listening to me. So you don't have to be the big mega creator to get success out here. It just takes you going out here, making your mark on the world, making an impact, and people will notice you. But you got to show up. Your vanity metrics are important. The important thing is that you show up and you show up with purpose and intent to make an impact. Because when you show up with purpose and intent to make an impact, people cannot ignore that. They will see you. They will notice you and they will take note of you. Don't take people for granted, though, because, again, when we're talking about only getting 10 views or only getting 50 views, like I said earlier in the podcast, those are 10 real life, living, breathing people. 50 views are 50 real, living, breathing individuals. Again, because our numbers are where we feel like they should be, we tend to take people for granted. And we feel like we're not making an impact because the numbers are low. When in actuality, if you impact one person's life significantly enough that they will be willing to reach out and change your life, you have done something. You have made an impact. So don't take people for granted. Go out here, make your content, show up, make an impact, and I promise you, the rest will take care of itself. Celebrate your small wins because that's something that we don't do enough. And I put this out on the vidIQ Twitter account but I need you all to be more willing to celebrate your small wins because a win is a win. It doesn't matter if you only got one subscriber a week or you only get like five subscribers a week. You are still growing. You are still winning. Growth is growth. We all grow differently. There is no defined marker for growth success. You go out here and you better yourself. You put in the time and work that it takes to be a better creator and growth will naturally happen for you. This is why I love YouTube so much, because it is literally the ultimate bet on yourself. If you are willing to bet on yourself and have the confidence in yourself to go out here and put into work to maximize your potential, your potential, your your ceiling is limitless. You literally cannot be stopped once you are willing to take that bet on yourself. The only person that can stop you out here is you. No one can stop you once you go out there and you make that first piece of content. 
You have started the journey. You are on the path now. You don't need anybody permission to put out a video or make content. All you need is the confidence to go out here and say, I can do this. I'm good enough. I can make this content. I can come out here and make an impact on someone's life. I can come out here and be the change that I seek. If you come out here with that energy, you will become undeniable. And if you don't believe me, just Google Viper because I've done that. I am living it right now. So if I can do it, you can do it. Hopefully something I said during this podcast resonated with you all. I appreciate you all tuning in each and every week for Tube Talk. I am so grateful. Again, as I tell you guys all the time, if I said anything that resonated with you all, or if you have any questions about vidIQ or YouTube, feel free to tweet at the vidIQ Twitter account. Make sure you're using the hashtag Tube Talk so I can locate your tweets and possibly mention them on the podcast. I'm trying to make a better effort of communicating with you guys via the social media, and I want to get better at including you guys in the podcast. So please tweet at me at the vidIQ Twitter account. Use the hashtag TubeTalk so we can connect. On that note, this your boy Viper, the man about tech, executive producer here at the IQ. I will see you all next week on another episode of Tube Talk presented by Vid I. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by vidIQ. Head over to vidIQ.com slash Tube Talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.